What's up? What's up, bitches? You know, I'm not sitting here alone. I'm so excited for today's episode. We have Brie Nunn on the podcast, and she has her own podcast. So welcome, Brie. What's up? What's up? I'm so happy to be here, Leah. Let's plug your podcast really quick so that anybody listening can immediately look you up and add you to listen to your podcast next. Okay, y'all. I'm Brie. My podcast is Brie the Black Sheep. It's just like a funny pop culture kind of thing about the world, Black culture, everything. Um, Yeah. Plug into it. And even if you're not Black, you should still listen to it because you can learn a lot. Brie's funny. It talks about good shows. Like, just listen to it anyways. That's my advice. Yes. uh, You always give me, like, the best kudos because I'm glad when anyone can listen to it and relate to it. I'm so happy to plug you. And me and Brie haven't even met in real life yet, but I feel like I've known Brie for a long time. I know that that's mutual, so I don't feel like weird saying that. No, literally. Like, it's hearing you just say it right now, I'm like, damn, we haven't met in person. We talk every day, y'all. Like, I don't like people. I don't like talking to people. I talk to two people. Leah is one of those people. Like, I think I talk to you the most out of everyone. I talk to you more than my damn mama. I'm not playing. <laughs> my mom's like, Leah, what's been up? I'm like, listen, I can't talk right now. I'm sending a voice note to Brie. Um, like, I really have a lot to say about our shows. And you're trying to talk to me about your illnesses. And I'll have to call you back for that. Because right okay. now, I'm like up here. <laughs> I need to be positively uncensored at this moment. Okay. Exactly. Ooh, <laughs> I love the plug. That's so good. Okay. So we're talking about all the shows today. If you haven't caught up on Abbott Elementary... Yellow Jackets or Snowfall, I highly recommend you do that before you listen to this because we're going to get into it and we're going to give some spoilers. Let's so excited. Me too. Let's start with Abbott because it's lighter than either of the other shows that we watch. Okay, let's do it. So this episode, they were going for Educator of the Year Award and Gregory won this award which immediately he was like, why am I getting this? Immediately, I was like, why is he getting this? What the fuck is going on? I thought maybe it was like new educator. Like, I'm like, is it for someone who's most improved? What are we talking about? I know. And then they say, like, this is for the optics. So, like, don't get in your head, Gregory. I know. (laughs) And as the show progresses, it's all about the optics. Like, the whole thing. Yo, I did enjoy that Ashley was back. She gets on... She... Drives me fucking crazy, but she's so hilarious. Like the teacher's aide. Oh my God. Yes. What is she from? Like she got her start from something so random. And I almost want to say it was either like Vine or like some random YouTube video where she was just like, so like exactly like she is in the show, like boisterous and like, Hey, like, I didn't know that, <laughs> but I see that I could, I could 100% see that. I saw she got a whole spinoff of, um, What's that damn show on Netflix with the kids? And they're like in the hood. They're all Spanish. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, they're all yeah. Spanish, but one boy is black. How do I, I can't believe I, don't, I can't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. And I can't like, think of it. Break. Oh, it's not like, I, um, break on my the, block. Yes. I knew there was something. So they have another on my block version. And she's like the star. Um, yeah, and it looks it looks really goofy. She's funny as fuck. Like over the top. 
I like that's what I enjoy about this show. And my family cannot stand this show. They're like, I, I don't understand how you can watch it. It's so cringe. And I'm like, that's what I enjoy about these sh- these shows, like The Office, Parks and Rec. Like, it's cringe worthy behavior. Sometimes I'm clenching my butt cheeks. Like, this is horrible. But it's a train wreck that I can't stop. Well, I enjoy. Yo, when that teacher that that mom went off on Miss Teague, Janine. Oh, yeah. How that did you juicy. feel watching that? I felt like I can totally see where she was coming from. I think that it's unfortunate. I think that it's it's the starting with um, your child got worse. And I think that just having like worked with kids, I think that if you use the word like worse, that not only implies that your kid is bad, but it implies that the parent's doing a bad job. So I know that that's really like nitpicky, but I just think that she, when she heard that felt very like, worse like in what way is he worse than any child here who is also at the same age you know um but I I get where Janine was coming from and I felt bad for her but I also got the mom being like I came here to have a real conversation about what is going on with my child and you're just telling me that he's bad pretty much that's a good perspective because I'm looking at it in both lens. I'm looking at it as someone who used to teach these badass kids. And I'm looking at it as a mom raising these badass kids. And really, <laughs> realistically, I'm being funny. I'm team fuck them kids because I'm a great mom. Actually, I'm probably a great dad. So don't quote me. But <laughs> it's like no kid is bad. All kids are, are products of their environment. Like truly. No, like it's just behaviors that they're they're seeing and, and trying to like deal with the shit that they get. So being on one side of being the, the teacher, why I stopped teaching was parents. I stopped teaching mm-hmm. because a lot of parents do not want to do teamwork to, to build on these children. They either don't care or they don't have the fucking capacity. She came from work to have this meeting with Janine. She's already seemed stressed the fuck out from whatever she's going through. And I don't think that she was being fair. I get what you're saying about True. maybe the language, but Janine did the perfect sandwich. It was like, came in with with like, you, you don't ever come in and it's like, oh, your child's horrible. You come in with like, oh, thank you for being here. And then you sandwich the bad and then you end with like, what can we do? Like you, you put it together. I think she did the right things, but I think the teacher, the mom was, she came in guns blazing. Like she was like, I don't give a fuck about this. I got shit to do. I have a real life. Like possibly could be a single mom, just not placing that on her. Of course she's black. So I'm not just trying to say that, but she seemed, she was there by herself. She seemed exhausted. She seemed like I have three jobs. I'm a parent. And I know that if my child is having problems, I'm going in there open-minded because I need to know what's going on. And she came in there ready to tear Janine down. And it was triggering to watch because I'll call a parent and be like, your child literally cut someone's hair. And they're like, so why wasn't you watching them? Like, Mm -hmm. it's very like, what could you have done? And I'm like, bitch, I got 20 kids in this class. You got one at home. Can you help me help you? So for me, it I wanted to cry watching that lady tear her down. Like it, it was so real to watch that moment. There's something about this show that's so like honest. Like w- when they're speaking, it doesn't even seem like they're on a show. It's like this is really how this shit be in in the real world. So I do get what you're saying as a parent feeling offended, but I know as a mom, she she was not receptive to anything. Janine couldn't have said anything to her for her to have hundred percent. Like she yeah. was ready to be upset. So I do see what you're saying though. You yes. make me look at it differently because it's no, no right and wrong. She's stressed. The teacher's stressed. Like, mm-hmm. but 
Janine is willing to be open to to figure out what we can do and the mom's not. And it was hard to see that shit. And teachers have the hard, like one of the arguably like hardest jobs. Like, let's be so honest. Like so many teachers are drained on a daily basis because their job is pouring into kids' cups whose ch- whose parents aren't doing the same for them at home. And there are bad parents. Like I've seen parents whose children act out because they're product of abusive homes. And I've always come from the lens of understanding that, you know what I mean? When I've worked with them. So I think that my tolerance is like really high. And I think that that would make me a bad teacher. And I'm, so that's why I'm glad I'm not a teacher because I wouldn't know how to take on those situations. Like at what point is me saying something to him punishing or am I going to remind him of a situation at home or my biggest fear was if I bring this to your parent what are they going to do at home just from when I was working with kids like I just was so worried about all of that that those are all the reasons I'd make a bad teacher but you're right the show is so real because that those things happen all the time those conversations and like, I loved what Barbara said to her because you're, you're right. It's, it's so hard. And Barbara was like, the shit we're doing is, it's unrealistic. The, the job to be a great teacher is unrealistic with what we are given in the society. Like, let's just be honest. So she was telling her, you're going to fail kids. There's no way I can be a therapist, somebody's mama, somebody's te-. like, you can't do all of these things with all of these children in one year. She's like, we're all going to fail children. Like, there's just children that we cannot help with the resources that we have. We're just one person. That moment between Barbara and Janine was just so needed and cute. And like, it was like, it was filling my cup to watch her say these things to her because it's like her mom was speaking into her. And for me, it was like, she was speaking into me because I know there's moments where I'm like, I'm literally failing my child. There's just, I'm never doing enough to be a good mom. And that's why I say I'm a good dad because the the expectation to be a good mom is is unrealistic. There's no way to be a good mom in this world with the th- like, especially a single mom, and we don't have the money or the resources to always do the the right thing. So hearing her say, "Are do you think you're a bad teacher?" Like, so what does one teacher? What does it matter? Because I have a million people telling me I'm the best teacher ever, and then I have people telling me I'm horrible. So every single person's individual opinion, like, does that change who I am? No, like. It just, it was beautiful. And then for Barbara to be like, and can you sign this paper? <laughs> yeah, I, the eye gal. <laughs> oh, by the way, send anybody, any other millennial crying teachers my way. <laughs> I, I, I love, oh, oh, I love that Janine was crying and Gregory came to check on her. This, Listen, if you, if you are a guy listening to this and you feel like you don't know the right things to say or the right things to do, let me tell you what women need, because this was a very important like moment to, to show you what women need. I, they need you to be there. They need you to listen. They need you to support them and understand. And then when you don't know what to do, they need you to either go find someone who does or just be there. Shut the fuck up trying to mansplain and be like, it's not that big a deal. Or you're being sensitive or you're dramatic. Shut the fuck up. And if you don't know what to do, call my mom and be like, listen, she's going through something. He he was like, this is literally out of my range. But I got someone who can help you with this because clearly Janine was going to struggle with it by herself. She didn't know what to do. So how beautiful that he came was like, look, I love him. I I love him so much. He truly saw that she was struggling, sent her on her way. 
And then what had me dying was the fact that he was like, all right, I have to go because they're calling me. And then when we took his ass into his room and was like, I ain't going to that shit. <laughs> He's like, I am not going through that. He's like, I'm like an introvert. I just need some time alone to decompress after this. But I know Barbara's going to help you and you're in safe hands. And Mr. Mincy's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your ass to this damn meeting room because we're all here for you. I love her so much. I think she's so funny just because when when Ava was like our favorite Italian American, like wait, what did she say? <laughs> favorite neighborhood Italian gala boots, and then she just like hangs it up. I don't know that I love her character, but I love when people make fun of her, and I loved when Ava said that. It cracked me up. And then Ashley's like, "Represent for Italy, <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Um, where was Jacob? He was missing this whole episode. I know. He Is it because gone. he had a big episode last week? Was it was did he have a big episode before? I don't know. He was kind of missing. Mr. Johnson wasn't there to the end. Um, but yeah. I like how you said this episode was for optics because the way that, that that presenter lady was just and this black man and give me a hug. I'm like, girl. She drove, she was like, cameras down. And then he started to say, okay, bring him up. (laughs) She was so like cringe, like the epitome of like, do you know how you sound right now? Read the room. Like you're being so. white ally. I'm an ally. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. She didn't give a fuck. She didn't, she didn't need to read the room. She was so blissfully unaware. She was like, oh my God. God, the cameras up, cameras down thing was gold. You said there was a part that had you screaming. What was it? When the kids were singing about um, <laughs> Gregory and they were like, we lived a voice. Like, <laughs> and then they were like singing a poem. Like it was so fun. But he is not a man who will get high. <laughs> <laughs> and then the jazz player starts playing. <laughs> Yo, the jazz dude. I'm like, this is too much. That shit was funny. Yes, the whole the whole um, assembly had me down, like truly. And when they said, um, like, uh, this white lady's basically saying that we need a white woman because you guys have all been acting up this year. When Ava said that, I died about that too because when are white people not acting up? Like, let's be so honest. <laughs> She's so real. Ava reminds me of me in some ways when I'm at work and I'm just the person that's like, boom, boom, boom. People are like, she said that. Yeah, bitch. You know that's true. Yeah. So what's up? <laughs> Ava's pyramid schemes crack me up. Like it's one of the <laughs> things I enjoy the most about the show. Like what was it? Oh, um, camping supplies was this week. <laughs> she's like, I have she's, lanterns. Like now they've seen me a cease and desist. Like she's crazy. Wait, her, and who'd her, she like, give that to? She's like, like a, here. <laughs> I think Barbara, Mr. I don't know. She um, someone she's thought like they were getting sued. Prepper. Somebody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, she's she's got all type of um, businesses and ventures. She's like, girl, I'm, I'm getting to this money, okay? I love her. Um, but the very end of this episode had me crying because Mr. Johnson was kind of uh, absent the whole time. And then at the end, Barbara is like, oh, Jacob was there for a second. Barbara asked Jacob to help her sign up for it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Remember? I totally uh-huh. forgot he was I forgot there. about that, too. For just a quick second. And that was hilarious because you know that Barbara is down and out. She's going to go to Jacob because she can't stand him and his like. And he lives for behavior. that. He's he, like. Me? Help. 
Let me just show you how to do this really quick. I no problem, Barbara. I <laughs> love goes him. On and on, his little spill. She's like, shut the fuck up and just help me. Like, hilarious. Um, yeah, and at the end, she signs up for the um, the class, and and lo and behold, it's it's Mr. Johnson teaching the class with Ashley on the side, and she's like, oh hell no, they're supposed to teach me how to teach. What is this? Oh, it's in her. Really though? No, that was so funny. And what was that class supposed to be, by the way? Like, what was she signing up for? Was it like, I don't get it. I was trying to figure, I gal. I gal. I think it was supposed to be fluff because it shows you that like these, these teachers are already so like well-versed and they have these courses that are just meaningless. Like, it's like. That makes sense. Satire of like shit, bullshit. Like we take these courses and what the fuck does this do for us? It's not real development. Yeah, Barbara's like, of- I'm 10 or 25 years. Like, what is this going to teach me? Literally. I am literally 10 mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Okay, last thing on Abbott, and we can move on. I love that Gregory didn't think he deserved it. And then the way Ashley was like, I deserve everything. I'm like, she's obviously terrible. And then uh, Ms. Shimenti, what is it, Melissa? What's her name? I always forget her. I think it is Melissa. That sounds Melissa? right. She uh, was telling him, we don't get to pick and choose when we get our flowers. Like, w- there will never be a time we think we're just so perfect enough to, to deserve something. Because I like, like, even you, you were like, when I first started my podcast, I I was writing people, I deserve this. Like, I knew I was good. And I never feel that way. I would If I got an award right now for having a dope podcast, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? There's people who are amazing. So to hear her be like, you you are amazing to someone. You are affecting certain kids, like... Take your flowers now because they're not giving Barbara no flowers and we know she deserves. So the lessons and this show, the gems, my goodness. Yeah. That's so true. That's such a good little nugget. And that's so relatable too, because although I say that, like I'm a little bit delusional right from the get, like emailing people like, hey, I'm ready to be signed. Episode one. Um, At the same time, I'm constantly in my head like, Am I really ever going to stand out in the pool of podcasters that there is? Because I am like, you know what I mean? Like one fish and an entire pond. And there are so many bigger names who are already famous or already wealthy. So I relate to that. But everybody has their own seat at the table if they want it. And that's what I'm trying to embody when I just like feel passionate about my worth or about my podcast. I'm glad that you used the word delusion because every Everyone needs to live in a certain amount of delusion because having faith is literally about like believing in something. Like you can't have faith in something that you know. If we have faith, that means we're not, we don't know what the possibility is. So we have to live in a certain amount of delusion, bitch. Leah was telling me y'all that she has this like dream that she, <laughs> that she can sing a karaoke song. Yes, bitch, I'm telling on you that she was going to sing this Beyonce karaoke song and someone would just be like, Sign her. Someone would probably be like, literally sign her. If we don't live in delusion a little bit, how can we ever follow our dreams? We're literally chasing something that was never set in stone for us. Like, no one said that we'd have these things. We have to live in fucking delusion. Like, you got it. Like, what you're saying is 100%. It is realistic. This is our reality. To live in fucking delusion so that we can make it to these heights that we don't even think we're supposed to be at. Fuck that. Let's live in it. I love that. Yeah, fuck that. I will sing Sweet Dreams by Beyonce and get signed. Maybe. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Right. Predicted right now. <laughs> JoJo Siwa is literally an icon made like $20 million. That bitch can't sing. So 
You can do it. Also, that one girl who's like, get out right now. The other JoJo, that's who I thought you were about to say. Oh, I don't know if you JoJo remember can her. Sing. She can sing. I can sing. I loved her. Me too. <laughs> I'm trying to act like I didn't. I fucking love Listen, that. Listen, that, that's a good karaoke show, song. I need to add that to my karaoke list. First Literally, all. get out, write it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you're listening to this and you go karaokeing, by the way, like randomly, what's your go-to karaoke song? Write me that because I'm just curious. Like maybe I can steal someone's and try it out. Yeah, I told Leah that mine was Dreams by the Cranberries. What song did you sing? <laughs> I thought it was that one. It's like, someday, someday, we won't run. <laughs> I don't what know what that's actually What song is that? What is, I don't know what song you're singing. What song are you thinking of? It's, sing it. It's minute. It's so I can't sing, so it's it's like <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Wait, let me let me Google it really quick. Google it and play literally play a clip of it. Okay, perfect. It's by the cranberries though, right? Yes, and it's just okay, like good. this girl moaning and just ah! It's literally that. <laughs> okay, naturally there's an ad because YouTube really <laughs> just sells out. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. If I can play that shit. I know the fact I don't recognize it at all is like a little alarming. It's like an orgasm. Wait, I can't hear it. No. Yes, but it's not. I can only hear you. It's not playing. Oh my god! This is crazy. It won't let me do it. Okay, let me. Like it popped up an alert, and it says that I have to set up a professional recording to be able to play music on this. (sighs) Okay, wait. Let me do it because it's 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 gonna block you. Let's see. That's crazy that it blocked it. How did it know? I'm taking a picture of that just in case that ever happens to me again. (laughs) I can't hear it either. No. Oh, to get us. Did you get that's the alert at the time? Crazy. I didn't get the alert, but that's wild that they can do it that quick. I didn't know that. That's new. I used to play shit all the time. I used to play shit. That's actually almost like creepy. We're being censored, bro. That just freaks me the fuck out. That is freaky. I can't we can't be- even I- play this song. I don't even know if my singing voice will come through on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like professional. Copyright. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, y'all. Well, go look up Dreams by the Cranberries. And it's that moaning song that sounds like a whole orgasm the whole way through. Like, <laughs> I'm, who am I to think I can get through that? I'm like Celine Dion. What the fuck? Also, anyway. if you're alarmed by this, like, let us know because this is a new feature in Zoom. I'm not with it. That is creepy. We truly played songs out loud on our phone and it wouldn't come up, y'all. Like dead ass. They could like she couldn't hear and I couldn't hear her. That was the that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Okay, let's get into Yellow Jackets. This show is Pause. Because Leah and my friend Bree, Leah is the one who told me to watch this show. And I'm like, hey, I saw like a little I didn't see a clip for it. I have never seen any commercial or or a type of promotion for it, but I saw it like just on, like, you know, when you were scrolling through your like different shows. Not a, even an ad, it just the actual, like, you could oh, yeah, click like on the show it. banner. The show banner, literally. So I'm like, they didn't do any promo for this show to be so motherfucking good. Think about American Horror Story in the beginning seasons when it was like 
so delicious. That's what the show gives. The intro, all of it. Like, thank you, Leah, for telling me to watch this. And the fact that all of my friends have seen the first season. What the fuck? Go. go. I'm so glad that you're watching it because I was watching it and I'm like, if I don't have someone to talk about with this, I'm going to combust. Like, what is happening right now? Like, first of all, let's give a background. Like, it's on Showtime. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have Showtime... It's on Paramount. It's also on um, Amazon Prime. Yes. Oh, it is for free? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think you have Prime, but you have to pay for Prime, I think. I'm going to tell my sister that she added Showtime for no reason. That is so <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> you're like, you're reminding me of Abbott. Oh, you're being mischievous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, she's going to be pissed when she hears that. So, um, basically... It's about a soccer team that a in the 90s, team. yeah, girls soccer team, which we love mm-hmm. from New Jersey, mm-hmm. which I'm in. So kind of scary. Not really, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they make it to nationals. They're a really good team on their way to nationals. They fly out, which where were they going for nationals? Did they ever say? I don't know. Like who no does idea. that? Who flies to nationals? I've never heard of that. It's a bus. Like, what kind of money does this school have to just be like, oh, private charter? I'm thinking they got so far because I know if you do get so far, you do. Like, you go, you go to state, you go to, like, playoffs, regional, state, and then maybe the highest level is nationals, and then it's like you fly other places to... I think maybe it does make sense. Like, you got to the highest leg, and now we're playing in the whole U.S. We're playing the best of the U.S., of every region you know yeah and wait i just remembered something they used lottie's dad's private plane like i remember in the first episode like they're like oh like like they were like all feeling like super bougie like thanks for like letting us all get on here i remember that so loki bitches y'all thought yeah bitch like and it's also like was lottie did Lottie Loki like predict this ahead of time? Cause you know, she can see the future. Mm-hmm. Like, did she know this shit was going to happen? And it was like her destiny. I have no idea. Or was the medication. They show was shocking her ass all the damn times. Maybe she got even more powerful. I don't fucking know. That shit's crazy. I forgot all about it being her family's. Oh my plan. God. The shocking thing. I just have to say quickly, like people say that chiropractors are quacks. Like that's what they call them. Uh, psychologists used to do lobotomies and full on shocking. Like if a woman was not submissive enough, they would give her a lobotomy. That was standard procedure. Like or I gay. Remember, or if you're yes. gay. Uh-huh. Yes. Let's talk about that. That That That's, is a quack. That is, is not crazy. even that long ago. There's people, I just was watching these two lesbians talk about their story and how it took years of their life that they were, they came out as gay when they were younger. I think they're like 60. So it wasn't that long ago when they were in their teens or early 20s getting fucking shots and going to these fucking um, conversion camps. Or Milgram experiment where they literally did like, um, okay, now you wardens are in jail and the prisoners are the wardens. And it like went super bad and they just wanted to study it psychologically. It's like, no shit. Warden, wait, say that again. They did an experiment where they made... Um, like people who were in prison, the wardens, and then the people who were the prison guards in the jail to see what would happen to the power structure. And if people who were repressed would still 
feel bad for the people who were now repressed oh. instead of them. And they didn't, they broke terror on them. Like the, obviously, and what they just did this to study like in a, in a genuine you know psych experiment. Taking it a whole nother level of crazy thing is about being oppressed as a black person. I think if they did that same study and reversed it, I think all black people would have compassion. Not all, not every, but I don't think that they would want to torture white people the way we were tortured. Like, I think that power structure would be so inept, like, and you would still see white as innocent. Do you know I what see I'm what you mean? I see what you mean. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's nuts. And yeah, whatever. Psychology, that's my side rant. Sorry, everybody. You're mm-hmm. nuts. That's a nuts. Profession. Yeah, but you're the real quags. literally Mm -hmm. so anyways it's about a soccer team their plane crashes and they're stuck in the wilderness we don't we don't even know where it looks like canada my daughter just keeps like why don't they just swim somewhere i'm like they're not on an island they're literally just why can't y'all niggas just walk keep walking you're gonna run into something to to okay i'm gonna let you keep going go ahead no no go like i'm totally agreeing with you what do you think that they would walk into like if they had all went and and had guns, they can just keep walking to find something. You're going to hit something eventually. Like they should have did it in the warm weather. Hundred percent. And I need to understand what happened first season. They tried to gloss this over. What did Misty destroy? Okay, it's first season. The plane crashes. She finds that flashing. Maybe it's tracker. a it's a um uh the. Not transmitter. It's the thing that tracks a plane. Okay, so she it's a tracker. She a destroys tracker, like, it. Yeah. Why does she do this? Because when she heard them people, I mean, when she heard those girls saying like, thank God Misty's here. You see her personality <laughs> as she gets older. She needs people to need her. She likes, oh she God. never felt like people liked her. You saw she got bullied. She felt like she was finally needed and, and people, like how she watches her friends and stalks them. And she's like, they need me. I need to do this for them and go above and beyond. She did that so they'd be stuck together. So she was somewhere where she was valued. She needed to feel valued. So let's force all these people to stay here on this island because it makes me feel more valuable. It's so crazy. That's crazy behavior. And it reminds me of the movie Triangle of Sadness, which if nobody's ever seen that listening to this, watch it. It's about people who get stuck on an island. Same type Um, of vibe. My ex-best friend told me about this and like the how the hierarchy changed and how like people who were like, the rich people didn't know what the fuck to do. They were worthless. They were useless. They couldn't do a fucking thing. They were like all looking to the woman who used to clean toilets at the hotel. Like she was the one who was like the boss. I'm writing this down. Uh-huh. It was good. It was it was a very weird ending. So if you like need an ending with a lot of closure, it's going to piss you off. But it's a great movie. Oh, I hate that. I know. So that's my warning because sometimes people are like, why did I watch this? That was a waste. So that's my one warning. Don't tempt me with a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about season two, episode two, the most recent of Yellow Jackets. What? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Titbit. So if you, because we will, basically, they're a team that goes national and the plane crashes. So yeah. Yes. I don't think we've got got around to the fact. That I don't think we crashed. even did either. We just no, they crashed. <laughs> talking about <laughs> just talking about the whole show. Yes, the plane crashes. They're stuck on an island, and then they're also showing them as an adult, the people who survived and got off the island. That is the premise of the show. If you haven't watched, go ahead. That's later. a perfect. No, I needed that. Thank you for steering us in the right direction. This is the benefit of doing this episode with another podcaster. Like. <laughs> 
Let's go. Even listen, you're like, I didn't even finish that idea. What the fuck? I would be mortified. I would be like, oh my God, people are going to be like, what's happening right now? And I that's do on it all ADHD. the time. Oh no, I do it all the time in my episodes. Like I, I don't even finish a thought. And then I'm like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're lost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Look it up. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So Jackie is. And Jackie got a lot of, <clears throat> like, they talk about Jackie a lot for her ass to be dead. <laughs> she is so it's important. Like, I'm so confused by why she's important. I was going to say that. Like, and she's really fucking with Shauna, but because it's she's a figment of Shauna's imagination, like Shauna is really second to Thaisa and Lottie in terms of like craziness. Like mm-hmm. Shauna's nuts. You know, she's full blown eating the ear nuts. I think it's the amount of pressure you like she felt because you see Misty's backstory and why she's so crazy. With Shauna, I think that Jackie is so important because she's like her her insecurities. Shauna had all these goals. She was smart as fuck. Like her husband said, she was going to Brown. But then you see how Jackie's parents treated her. Jackie is like the it girl. Jackie is so cool. Jackie is so centered. Jackie is so popular. And Shauna doesn't feel that way about herself, which is drastically the reason why she's fucking her boyfriend. Because it's like she feels very undervalued. She feels like they have to compete with each other. Because Shauna, I mean, Jackie is truly a fucking dick. Like, Jackie really is one of those friends that puts mm-hmm. you beneath me and then pretends like the victim when, like, you... You try to rise up. Yes. Or when you're doing these evil-ass behaviors because you're responding to this person's emotional fucking torment. Like, right. I, even the first stages when she would tell her what to do and tell her what to wear and blah, blah, but then be like, you know what, I'm sorry, you're right. It's like she'd come off it a little bit. But no, bitch... This is who you are. This is how you how you mm-hmm. act. Um, that's why Jackie's all all the way in her fucking head like that. Now, is she right? This is what I want to know. Like, is she right about the reason that Brad was having sex with Shauna? And do you think that her husband really loves her now? Wait, Brad or Jeff? Who's, who's Brad? Oh, Jeff. I think I meant Jeff. Okay. They both sound like the stereotypical they do. like white, guy. white man name. <laughs> like, I was like, is it Brad? Is it Brett? Jeff? What did Jackie say again? She said Brad was going to have sex with her because what? Um, so Brad liked her because Jackie made her someone that he would like and Jack and she, then she said Shauna liked Jeff because, um, she wanted to know what it felt like to be Jackie. Oh, that's a good take. I think Jeff liked Jackie. I mean, I think Jeff, I think Jeff liked Jackie because Jeff was supposed to like Jackie. Like Mm -hmm. when we talk about the the people who are supposed to date like you know a, a hot white guy or hot popular guy would never date a big girl right but i think he actually liked shauna because if not the case they wouldn't have gotten married and stayed together you know what i'm saying like it would have just been one of those i was fucking your your best friend behind your back messy ass shit which happened to me in high school and fuck that bitch to this day but anyways i think that jeff actually did like jeff shauna and yes. I think Shauna may have felt like she was competing with Jackie, but that's because of how much Jackie put her down. And it made her feel like I have to prove myself because of how unvaluable you as my best friend makes me feel. And it may have been just a such, such a toxic friendship. They're teenagers that she didn't realize that she put a lot of her worth through this friendship because she, she really loved Jackie. Look at what happened when Jackie died. She really did. But she carried a lot of resentment for her because of how Jackie fucking acted. So 
There is no right and wrong. I do think that, that two things can be true. I do think that she was having sex with Jeff to feel what it was like to feel maybe valuable, not necessarily to be Jackie, but to feel as high as Jackie feels about herself. I don't know. What are your thoughts? No, that's a great point. I think that you're spot on. I think it shows two things. I think it shows one that Jackie really made Shauna feel like nobody could ever like you. Like if they have the choice between me and you, it's always me. And if they ever come to you after, it's just because I made you cool. And she's so shitty and manipulative for that. Um, So there's that point. And then I think you're right about Jeff ultimately staying with her. And then he defends her pretty well to his, uh, to Jackie's family too. Like he really sticks up for Shauna. Which side note, that relationship is weird as fuck, bitch. I don't want to be, okay. I'm trying to think if my child died on this plane, being Jackie's parent, right? I'm, I'm thinking of my own kid. My child dies on this plane and then her best friend comes back. Is dates the, her boyfriend that she left off dating. And they get married and stay together forever. I guess it's a part of Jackie's parents that want any type of closeness they felt to their daughter. So they're literally obsessed with Shauna. But they degrade her in that same sense. Like, that table discussion was weird as fuck when they were basically trying to tell Shauna, like, must have been hard to have this pretty popular and smart girl that you have to compete with all the time. And Jess literally steps the fuck up in that conversation. I know he's like, actually, Shauna is just as smart as Jackie. And I was having sex with Jackie or with Shauna before Jackie died. Like, he basically said that outright. Like, it's like, okay, know your place. He's like, I know that's shitty, but like, let me let me tell you that my my uh, wife is actually fucking brilliant. If not smarter than your child was, then your dead child was. Okay. She was going to Brown. Shauna had plans to go to Brown. And guess what? Shauna survived. So how smart was Jackie? <laughs> you know, one thing I'm going to say about Jackie that makes me like, be like, okay, were you smart? The one thing about her is that she never like got into, like she never leaned into that experience of being in the woods. And because of that, and because mm. she's always eyebrow raising everybody as they're doing this cult like stuff, I wonder like she was obviously going to die, but I wonder if she died, like not being possessed because that was what I was going to ask you too. Is Shauna possessed? Like they imply that all of them are filled with something. So like, is that what's happening right now? I think very much Shauna. I mean, why can't, why can't give me these, these girls names? I can't do it either. It's Shauna Jackie, and Jackie. I mix that's up. That's so weird. They're not even a close, they don't even look alike. Jackie and, uh, Shauna. Yeah, no, no, no. The the other girl with the blonde hair is a team. Oh, Natalie. Jackie and Nat both stood alone on that. They both were yes. like, I don't give... They both were unique in the sense of like, you're not going to tell me who I am. I don't give a fuck. Like, they had this mm-hmm. very much like, I am who I am. Jackie was like, if I'm a shitty person, I'm. A, she stood on it. She went out... Yes. She literally died standing on who she was. She was like, I'm not about to die a virgin. Boom, I fucked this dude. I'm going to go outside and sleep out here because y'all got me fucked up. Like, the way she tried to order Jack, order Shauna out the house was weird. And Shauna finally stood up for herself and was like, nah, bitch, you go outside. And she stood on that shit. She stood right in her ego all the way to death. Yeah. Very much how Nat does too. It's very, you're very, like, you're right. They seem to be the only ones who are like not. Not fucking with it. With the shits. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not leaning into this experience at all. They're not 
like Natalie's mostly playing her part of hunting to be with Trevor. You know what I mean? Like she wants to hang out with him and also she's really good at it. So like, what else is she going to do? Exactly. She can hunt Travis, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, Travis. Yes. Oh my God. I'm glad you said that because I wrote down Trevor. (laughs) I was about to do that the entire, the entire time. You're like all these white boy names, whatever, whatever. Yes. Literally Trevor, Travis, Trenton. I don't know. What's your name? (laughs) But yeah. And cause she could hunt better than Travis mind you way better she was like saying this stuff she was like well the wind's going in this direction so the the brush is going to be falling and we won't see any game i'm like bitch how do you know this and her tracking the mileage and going back to the coach and and mapping how far they ventured what yes why didn't he eat like i'm skipping parts around but why doesn't he eat because we're talking about standout people (laughs) yes what is he doing not stand out not you making fun of him not having a leg (laughs) not me not realizing little pun (laughs) when i I tell uh y'all leah asked me who my favorite characters were (laughs) and let me tell y'all just a side note the coach is such a human, like, he has such <laughs> human feelings, like, the way these girls yes. are going through the motions and, like, traumatized. The coach is like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> the fuck? Like, Literally. He's like, I just want my boyfriend. I fucking hate this. I shouldn't have come here. <laughs> like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> I don't know why his ass didn't eat because I'm hungry. Right. I'm hungry. Yes. He did. Her her body was preserved. I'm fucking hungry. I don't care at this point. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm not a cannibal. My, my daughter was like, are you a cannibal? I'm like, no, I'm hungry. Like if it smells like, like Easter ham and I wake up out of the middle <laughs> of the night and I smell that, I would be like Shauna, like tiptoeing out in the snow. Like, what is that? Not Shauna eating that ear uncooked she nasty she is so nasty she's now that's my next question why does she not just tell the group that she's eating jackie what what is is it shame Shame. and really you guys poop in the fucking pee bucket inside like really (laughs) you think they're gonna judge you i think i almost wonder if she was being selfish like this is mine i'm gonna eat Mm. every morsel maybe less selfish and mm, no selfish but also possession like this is my friend i get to decide what happens to to jackie's body like this they had such a weird unhealthy and i remember having those teen friendships like that like mm-hmm. these possessive ass weird friendships and like this power and control thing it's like now jackie's dead and i just stood up for myself and took a little bit of my power back now she's dead what more power do i have but to like take ownership over what happens to her body. Let me dress her ass up and put some lipstick on her and shave off a little bit of her skin because I'm hungry and I'm unraveling at this point. Um, yeah, and she's picturing Jackie like doing it to herself, but she's like, Jackie, no. Next thing you know, she's like standing there with a knife, like all crazy eyed. You're holding the knife. I'm dead. Yes. And also let me go. Like, I just want to go where I'm supposed to go. Hell, heaven. I don't know. Just let me fucking out of this, like, literal winter jungle. Like, let me the fuck out. That's how I would feel. Shauna's, like, annoyed. Like, Jackie, why are you tormenting me? And Jackie's like, bitch, I'm trying to go to heaven or hell. What are you talking? You're in my way. (laughs) You are literally holding on to me. Like, physically keeping my body here. 
And I love that Thais is the one like, this nasty. <laughs> like, this bitch is crazy. What are y'all- it was. It was. She's like, and- <laughs> I get you, but two months? Stop. It's been two months, bitch. What is Lottie thinking too? Like she, so obviously Shauna's like, no, you can't have her jacket because she was eating Jackie and she doesn't want everybody to see the marks of Jackie, of Jackie's skin missing. But Lottie sees the skin missing. She doesn't say anything. She also, I feel like knows that it's fucking weird that she was in there for eight hours a day, just moving Jackie around. So what is happening? I don't know. I feel like... Remember you asked me favorite characters. If we talk about least favorite characters, I can't stand Lobby's ass. Same. I, I, maybe as a, as a kid, she's all right. But adult, I can't stand. No, she gets on my nerves if, if, all the way through. She really gets on my goddamn nerves. Oh, let's real quick. Let's talk about um, the, the goddamn, the godly girl dying. Um, yeah. Laura Lee. Oh, my God. Laura Lee. Laura Lee. Let's talk about her for a second because she kind of garnered in Lottie's character development, right? She kind of gave her her faith in a time and, and believed her in a time where no one else did, right? And it's like, I wonder how Laura Lee would have ended up if she didn't have someone believe in her. And like, I talk about faith. Faith is believing in something you don't know. And the way Laura Lee was like, Kind of like this, the innocence. And then the moment she she ends up dying, so Laura Lee is trying to save everyone. Been studying this manual for, for weeks. And let me say how brave it is, mind you, how the the like little innocent one that everyone's making fun of because she thought all this stuff happened because she cussed or whatever the fuck. Very innocent, very um, green behind the end, very, very like ignorant to, to real world. Yeah. Let's talk about how she was brave enough to have gotten off of a plane crashing and still wanted to fly a fucking plane to go save them. And notice how nobody was going to go with her. They were like, girl. I can't believe that. I can, because I wasn't going with her ass. I would have gone. <laughs> I would have been like, not. honestly, honestly, if I'm going to explode, <laughs> I'm going to explode. Like, I think I would have rather done that. I don't even know. I think I was like, I can wait for you to come back and get us, girl. We've been here long enough. I think you take your little your little bear, and they'll look up. You and your bear will y'all go into the sunset. And the bear was her demise. It's like had she not brought that bear that caught on fire, would she have no. been fine? It was the bear didn't catch on fire. The plane was it had it, it had an issue with it, and that seat started to oh okay. And it was it burning was like from burning. the bottom. Okay, the bottom, and it it burned. Hurt. Okay, but it was. It was crazy because as soon as the bear caught on fire, she knew she was going to die because she remembered what Lottie said. Lottie said she was going to see that river of blood. They saw that river of blood. They get attacked by the wolves. Mm-hmm. And then um, the she saw Laura Lee's, that fire behind her face. And, and Laura Lee's like, no, that's the, the Holy Spirit. No, nah, bitch, that was you dying. Like, I saw, literally she, she knew it immediately. She saw it and she just like. Did she pray? What is she, I think she just accepted it or something and she blew up. I think she did pray or something. She did some sort of gesture. I think she she knew. She knew, like you said. Like you could just tell looking at her. She knew she was about to die. And she like braced herself. She was going towards the water or something. She braced herself. I think even if she dove into the water, she it would have blew up. It was like 
It, that's why they, when the plane was going down, they say dump engine, d- dump fuel. You dump fuel so that when you crash, you don't explode, that there's a chance to survive. Um, of all the deaths, that one hit me. Like, even the redhead girl, Thaisa's girlfriend getting mauled almost to death, even Jackie dying. There was something about Laura Lee exploding like that and their hope and their innocence dying. Yes, uh-huh. That shit was sad. Right. Because that was their last, that was their last hope of like one of them saving them. You know what I mean? Like they weren't going to rally behind Taisa and go walk through the woods and make it out. Not happening. Mm-hmm. And after what happened to her girlfriend happened, she, she can't go alone. You know what I mean? Like who's going to really go with her at that point? Cause they tried, right? That's how that happened. They tried to be with her and be like, okay, let's check it out. And then that girl got eaten. Can we talk about the redheads? love for Thaisa because y'all be really loving this girl because ain't no way you would have fell asleep on me constantly falling asleep almost harming people and then you falling asleep is the reason I get fucking mauled Mm-mm. I don't fucking like you no more like mm-hmm. her face was like you're like you're like a demon like I would need holy water while you're sleeping I would pour it on top and just see what happens see if it start to melt or something that it girl's face me. was falling off and not First of all, it was funny as fuck already that the redhead girl, that they almost left her to die at the beginning and she popped up like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the fact that they put her back in fire to burn, they didn't even, look how they let Jackie's ass like just settle for two months. They was about to immediately burn her to death. She was like, really? Literally, literally. And that was another time Jackie was a huge bitch. She didn't even want to go back in there. Like, like she was like, okay, Shauna, let's go. Um, trying to save, I think her name is Vern. I'm just going to call her Vern, okay. the redhead girl in the plane. Like they're like walking out and it's like two whole oh, minutes before wait, the thing wait, explodes. I couldn't remember who. <laughs> it was a while. It was who was. <laughs> wait, who was it again? Who were the two characters that didn't say her? Jackie and Shauna? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Jackie pulled Shauna. Yeah, Shauna was like oh, really trying, and Jackie's like, trying. and Jackie's like, no, Shauna, like we have to get out of here. Two minutes later, they're like sitting down <laughs> having a snack. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> it was so rude. I was like, Jackie's such a cunt. Like, I'm sorry, she just <laughs> is. Like, she's so rude. He came out like, <laughs> yeah, who's going to there? She like smelled like smoke, <laughs> dust everywhere. She's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that actually made me scream out loud when she popped up. Like, I was like, the thing still didn't explode. <laughs> 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 it finally exploded. But then Jackie <laughs> ends up saving her life from that, from that plane, which they decided to stand in front of while while Laura Lee was cu- or oh, whoever yeah. cut it on. And Jackie pushes Vern, Fern, Reddit, whatever the redhead girl out the way. And then she's like, okay, you returned it. All right. I fuck with you again. Yes. Um, Yeah, but she must really love Thaisa also because, listen, if you're seeing things in your sleep and walking around cornfields, walking through the woods, I'm so serious. Like, I'm staying away. Like, like the hurting thing is one one thing, but if you're getting demonic... You know, like I've heard of people in their sleep, they thrash around and they accidentally hit their partner. They kick their partner having a bad dream, whatever. The demonic stuff, it, like we're not coming back from that. No, That's, I can't. Not. And I appreciate Thais's wife in real life being yes. like, no, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what the hell anybody else would except 
Not only was she like, <laughs> I will leave your ass. She was like, I'll double down on that shit and I'll expose you if you don't drop out. Because we're talking about doing good things for the world. And what does Taisa do? Ram that car. Run that, that fucking light so that her wife will, will be hit. She did that shit on purpose because she had a little smirk there. Ew. And speaking of smirk, when she was getting ready like for the day and she was in her beauty mirror and her mirror reflection looks at her and smiles while she's looking away. That scared the fuck out when? of me. When was that? Um, It was the last episode and she is upstairs like getting ready after she just drank all those espressos and her fit, her reflection looked at her like when she took her pill, her reflection looked at her like, fuck you, bitch, like trying to stifle me. Was this when she was thought that, that her son was home? This was, I think, like right before that, because she was taking her medication. And that's and then that's when she she thought her her son. Yes, was home. yes. literally. Oh, that scared me so bad. That's one of my like nightmares is seeing a reflection. So did her it did her demonic self plan this because she knew her wife was gonna take the, the son? So did her demonic self plan this to be able to be in the car with her wife to to then get her out of the way because she knew he she's she's the type that's gonna do whatever she needs to do to get what she wants. And she wants that that power and that to stay in that seat. I do think half of her does mean well and wants to do the right thing and doesn't want to harm them because she told them to get out. And and she wouldn't have done that or warned her wife if she didn't still have good in her. But that other half, that demonic possession. Do are we thinking that the son is definitely talking about her? The woman oh, watching? Sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. He cause she says it in one episode, like um, she's like breaking down. She's like, he calls me the bad one. Mm-hmm. Like he literally Oh, and when she ate her own arm in that tree or her own hand, I'm like. In the tree? Yeah, it was when her son would, like, she, like, went up in the tree and she bit off her own hand. And it was the same day that when they woke up, it said, like, swarm or something on her garage. Like, it, like, said something in red paint. Oh, spill? Oh, spill. Yeah. Damn, I got to go back and watch that because I didn't see her climb the tree. But he's always, so he's definitely talking about her. Oh my God. Yeah. She goes up in the tree and she bites a literal chunk out of her own hand. And then she has to go in the bathroom and like wrap it up. It was nasty. Oh my God. Have you ever seen hide and seek with, um, uh, damn, you need to watch that. I've never seen it with Dakota Fanning. And what is that Italian? <gasps> yes, I have. Where the whole time, you know what I'm talking about for real? I think I really do. She's a little kid and she, right. And she's and her her and her dad. Her dad is De Niro. What's his name? De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. And her dad is trying to figure out who the fuck is fucking with her the whole. Yes. And yes. it's him. I've seen it. Yep. It's he literally has a split personality. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And That's and because the whole time I'm annoyed with with uh, Dakota the character because I'm like, why the fuck won't you just tell him who the fuck is fucking with you, girl? Very much like the son. Why won't you tell your mama who is fucking because he knows. He don't know who he's telling. He doesn't know which version of her he's ta- he's confided to. Because when Dakota Fanning finally told her dad, the evil dad came out. And that's why the boy is so terrified to talk about. Oh, and imagine, imagine that. I can't. I cannot even imagine that. I can't imagine that. That would Oops. be so. That'd be so. That's why I said in one of my TikToks, I, I think that the character I feel for the most in this whole series is Sammy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can, because he doesn't deserve it. 
he has no concept of what's happening. You know what I mean? He just feels Terrified. the rift between. Yeah, he's and now and he's just. Yeah, go ahead. And now his safe mom is out of the picture. Like, oh, oh my god! Do you think she's gonna pass, or do you think she'll no. be alive? I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna stay alive. She's gonna stay hurt for a long time. She's gonna have full custody and control of the little boy. It's funny how you said that that's the only person you feel bad for because there's a whole other child being affected by her parents. But for some reason, I'm so bad. Shauna's daughter gets on my goddamn nerves. Oh my God. What's her <laughs> name, too? Callie. Shauna's Callie. daughter. I'm like, she's possessed, too. You know she is. But your mom's eating flesh pregnant with you. She's she's possessed. That girl's possessed. I love she how she's mad right. at her mama thinking that the, the boyfriend is the one telling. And then she goes and, and is talking to this grown ass man at the bar who ends up being a detective trying to bring your mama down bitch watch yourself why are you over here talking about your mama you need to be watching yourself and also i just can't stand her because her mom does no right she's like tell dad she's like i did she's like why would you oh, do that to dad i'm how like dare you girl <laughs> and the thing <laughs> you so good it makes me so mad. Built as a parent, you literally can't. I literally feel like I go through that my ten year old. Like I'm watching her child, and I'm like, you know what? Your daddy is cheating, so I'm cheating too. You yeah. know the way. <laughs> when she found out, she found out Jack was never cheating. The way he unraveled and just got so crybaby when she found out he wasn't cheating. She, he's like, uh, you said affair too. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh, and he's like, there's no book club. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, that was yeah. so funny. And can we talk about how nice he is? The fact that he was still like, like Jeff, like you some morals. It was, I don't know. Like it, it was really. I couldn't stand him up until that point. And then I'm like, this is cute. He was so innocent. He's like, he's like, what is the girl's name? Barbara. Whatever the girl's name is that, that he's writing and, and meeting up with. Oh, yes. I think it's Barbara. Monica. I don't know. He's like, he's like I'm scared of her. I'm scared of her. Yeah. He's like, cheating. <laughs> and there's no book club. God, Shauna. Oh, and he's more upset that there's no book club than the fact that she murdered someone. He's like, oh, this is where <laughs> me and my daughter were screaming, laughing out because he's like, <laughs> when he's starting to figure out she's cheating, he's like, you kept up with the guy that that you were. Oh yeah, that's that's weird. I, I don't understand. He's like, He's like so innocent. It's like you don't know the half of it. Like truly, you don't. This nigga was just in your in your house, like fucking your wife, and you walked to go shower. Like, and let's be real, Adam did have her thing in the drawer. Was that weird? Was he stalking her and purposely into her? I definitely thought he was stalking her, but what thing in the drawer? He had her magazine about her oh. plane crash in his things. I I do believe so. And I, for anyone who thinks that he's an innocent bystander and she just killed an innocent man, he gives abusive vibes. Yes. He was stalking her, not wanting to let her let go of this relationship, showing up at her house unannounced, yes. like horrorizing her. It would have gotten worse. He would have gotten violent probably because he was obsessed. Mm-hmm. Drawing pictures of her, the fuck? We're just fucking calm down. Oh my God, there were so many too. And I also, wait, going back to her husband, the fact that he tried to rob them himself, like, and all that glitter gets on him. And she finds out, like, the fact that he tried to steal her friend's 50 grand, it was just so funny. It's and like, fact, oh my God. You know what? And it made sense because she was the only one who didn't get like a postcard. But imagine if Matt had shot him. 
at that moment. Remember when that shot? It like, oh, yeah. Shot. What are you doing? We're not going to kill anyone. And um, just imagine if you would have shot him and then they would have been like, oh. she's like, this is my literal husband. He is such an idiot. He, he is. is such an idiot. He's like, dopey. He's we, so dopey. Can we talk about the woman who plays Natalie who's, when she's old? She makes me so angry for no reason. I, I don't love know why. Her. I like I like how she like went in on them and was like, I'm actually the realest out of all y'all. Y'all are just lying to your fucking self. Well, Missy is very realistic. Missy is delusional, but like, I know exactly. The, I know I'm crazy, bitch. I, yeah. I popped up and, and because you need me. And be like, yeah. Can we talk about the fact that Natalie is actually, I like her truth bombs when she's like, y'all are just better at pretending to yourselves. I know I'm a drug addict. I know I'm fucked up. Like Taisa and Shauna are the most fucked up pretending to be okay. I'm just a suburban mom and I'm a senator who went to Howard. Shut the fuck up. Both of y'all out here. Well, Misty's out here killing people too. I know she's acting like a cute little home health aid bitch. You are in the Reddit. Can we talk about that for a moment? Like her on Reddit, like replying to those comments, like about the Adam Martin theories. And then the guy who plays Frodo from Lord of the Rings, literally showing up. When he, when he stepped on, I was like, oh my God. And my daddy was like, who is he? Who is he? I was like, I was trying to name her all these movies, Lord of the Rings. But she was like, she didn't know any of it. But I'm like, this is the perfect combination because this dude is so weird and freaky he's gonna be the perfect like partner for misty and her psychotic behavior like i can't wait for their development and yes to your testament of of missy misty being like so innocent she triggers me because misty is every karen who knows that her white privilege protects her like just walks around she's like i just loved your mom meanwhile she's fucking abusing these old ass people like yeah she's awful I hate her. I really do hate her. That's why I said in my TikTok, like she's interesting and I'll give her that. But if it wasn't for the wigs, I would like, I would still hate her just because Misty, what are you doing? Like every time she does something, it's crazy. Every time. She's like Karen to know she can get away with shit. She'd just be doing shit. But it's like, I am glad you're watching me, I guess. If you're going to come say the fact she did Natalie's cocaine for her. She's like, (laughs) She's like, she's like, this is going to be heroin. Look at what I do for you. Yeah. Nobody asked you to be. And the way Natalie opened the, the glove compartment, realized she she took that out of her car and it was like, typical. The way they keep saying naturally. Yeah, naturally. Naturally, yeah. you stole this from just naturally Misty. They're just so normalized to her erratic behavior. It's it's cute. I I love Misty. I'm sorry. I'm with, I'm with Leah's boyfriend, y'all, because... Me and him Ugh. have some type of appreciation for Misty that I, I just, her her older self, I can't get enough of her. I'm like, bitch, put fentanyl on the cigarettes because why that bitch smoking? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was nuts. When she started telling her about the fact that they really ate each other, I'm like, Misty, what are you doing? And then when the girl crashes, I'm like, okay, Misty, I guess you're still nuts. You're still nuts and cautious as fuck because obviously she wasn't going to let anybody get away that she tells the truth to, I don't think. The way Misty has so much power and doesn't like and knows it because she knew that girl was gonna want some cigarettes. She, there was nothing in her that thought that girl was gonna leave with that story. She was like, she knew That's she was crazy. gonna beg for those cigarettes. That she was like, I gave you freedom. You begged for these cigarettes. You could have thought she should have snapped the bird's neck. She should have. Oh man, 
That part was crazy. The way Misty snapped about that, that was crazy. She's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't know how to deal with crazy. God damn it, Misty. <sighs> my baby boy. She's like going to marry the bird. She was like, don't touch my husband, pretty much. She's like, I'm sorry about everything I said. Go up there, take a break. <laughs> and then she was like so overwhelmed. She didn't even want to hurt, hurt the girl. She's like, it's been a tough day. Let's just sit here and unravel a little bit. Literally. And then <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, she's injecting the cigarette. She's like, "It'll you'll take care of your own self on mm-hmm. your way home. Because that woman should have just, you, I guess she needed the stress relief because she hadn't smoked in a while. But like, you're leaving. Just leave. Just mm-hmm. leave. Go get some cigarettes at the corner store. Get your, why would you trust that shit? You saw she was going to inject them damn sweets into your, to send them to your dad. What are you oh, that doing? That was so fucked. That's fucked. It's like diabolical. I I appreciate Misty's like, just oh, I'm sorry. Something in me just like gets off on her being such such a horrible person. I don't know. <laughs> it's like she's a love hate. Like we need her in the show because she's that person. Um, but she's nuts. Like she kept them out there in the wilderness for 19 months just because she wanted to feel important. To feel important, and it's like, damn, y'all gonna call me to cover a dead body, but y'all can't even call me to do a heist. How dare y'all? You can't even call me for breakfast, but you only like you want to call me to move a dead body. Like I can't. It's crazy. Like, you know what y'all need me so. But anyways, guys, watch the show. Okay. Like we've talked about it. Like okay, <laughs> I hope that you watch the show as you're listening to this. But if you haven't, and you just, I don't know, you just entertained yourself, and you're like, I'm gonna listen to this. I don't care. Go watch it it's because we didn't good. even spill that much. To be honest. It's that good. It's that good. It's so good. And transitioning to power, let's talk about Snowfall. Mm. This was a crazy, crazy episode. This what was, was it? Episode was... seven or eight? Season six, episode eight. We're almost to the end of this season. And this is the last of the season. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. So let's start general. What did you think of this episode? Like general thoughts? It gave me, like it kept me on my toes. Like every second of it, I'm like, I I felt like I was going to explode from how much like anxiety I had of like, what is going to literally happen? I was praying that there was a come around to, to Teddy finally losing his power because they just could not get him. Like it, it just very much felt like Teddy was always going to come out on top. So I was anxious the entire, when I tell you there was no seconds where I wasn't like, <laughs> same. And I'm so impulsive. It's almost like, I'm glad I'm not in those positions. Cause it's like, once you have who you need in sight, it's like Teddy dead. KGB dead. Because I would just be so filled with anxiety that having the opportunity to relieve it, Props to them for thinking it through and taking a breath to think about what they should do, you know, towards the end of the episode. Because like I said, when you live in anxiety like that, it's so easy to just be like, fuck this. We're done with it. I think my biggest like thoughts going into this episode is what is Lily going to do? Because I could not, I prayed and hoped that she would stay on. Franklin's side but I was like that's just it's just too easy for her to do the right thing like something's gonna happen and even though she did the quote-unquote right thing and and help out 
it still did have the twists and turns that I expected it to have. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Let's start from the beginning. We'll start at Jerome's funeral. So this was a nice scene just from the fact that it brought everybody together. Like we heard everybody talking about how Jerome was like that guy. Like he, everybody knew him and respected him. He was truly the definition of an OG. Like that that was him. He was on the block, not scared, well-respected. Everybody came out for him. I loved it. I love that they all came. Except for Leon. Where was Leon? I was just going to talk about that. So everything came back around. Leon was front and center. They they zoom in to, to uh, who was talking? I think Franklin and Gustavo. Someone was talking, but right before zooming into them, you see Leon and Scully talking. If anyone doesn't know or remember, Leon murdered Scully's daughter and they end up having to kill Scully's um, wife because Khadijah wouldn't just would not let go of her hatred. So you see this scene of Leon literally hysterically crying and telling Scully, like, I really am so sorry. And hearing Scully say, it's not your fault. We were, we were young. We, we didn't know it better is the literal truth because so that's not, I don't even want to use that example, but when you think about school shootings or you think about violence that's happening, you could get angry at the person who did it. But in reality, it is the system. It is a system that is causing these incidents to happen. It is not this one person who murdered this person that you love that actually is at fault. And the way Scully was able to like just debunk from the hatred and the, and the thoughts on, I could pin this on just Leon, Leon, Leon. And Khadijah was like, no, it Leon. And Scully was always somehow outside of that and just was like, it's everything. It's this game. We signed up for this. It's me having my child, like, Seeing Leon break down and really bearing his soul and telling Scully, I really, I'm so sorry. And Scully being like, I I forgive you and I hear you. Like that moment was like chilling to see that, to see a grown black man crying and expressing remorse, empathy, and Scully having sympathy and empathy for the person who murdered his child. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to go back and rewatch that because I don't know how I missed that. Like, it's that a small, it is moment. literally like five to ten seconds and they're, they're, they're zooming past them to, to, to talk to Frank right. and Gustav and you just hear them right there and you see them and it just swirls past them. It's like, oh my God, God. Damn, it's so chilling and it's going around and showing every, if you would have blinked, you would have missed it. And, and I, like, and I probably did, but they need that closure. Like, like Leon needed that bad. Oh. I mean, the guilt that he feels is, is in my opinion, some of the like motivation for his development. I think that pushed him to be like, okay, I got way too deep in. This is fucked. And that, and that's what Jerome back. said. The last time that Jerome and Leon talked, well, not the little part where they met up, but like before that, when he went to, to give him that artifact and he's like, oh, you kill a, a kid nigga. Now all of a sudden you self-righteous. Yes, bitch. Yep. That heavy shit weighed on my soul. Yes. Yep. And when Franklin yeah. says, um, we've all been carrying too much weight for too long yeah. for it to be for nothing, I wrote that down because I was like, so fucking true. Like, you couldn't, that's when Franklin says stuff like that, it's what makes me think that like deep down, like he truly has some centeredness. Like he has to do what he has to do right now to get out of the rut that he got in. And 
unfortunately that's being ruthless right now, but I truly think he would like to be on the other side where he can just be a family man. Like he would like to be that, but right now he's going to, he's going to war, you know what I mean? To try to get out of that literally. Unfortunately, I think he may be too far gone the way uh, Veronique's mom said, because that moment that Teddy stole that money and everything he did felt like it was for nothing. And something in him snapped. Not saying that like, Mm-hmm. It was just that moment, but it was like all of this was literally for nothing. The blood, sweat, sweat the tears. I honestly think if Teddy's baby mama like told him, just put the money back. I honestly think if he had just did that shit, it, I don't think Franklin will be a family same person ever again. Like, I don't see it, it for him. Right. He got like some type of therapy and like just uh, there's a certain level of wholeness that Leon had that. Franklin does not. When I complain about how black men care about money, power, and greed more than themselves, more than their culture, more than black people, that's where I see Franklin as. Whereas Leon still had a moral compass where it's like, I did what I had to do, but it was never what I wanted to do. And 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 you hear in Franklin's like language and his conversations, especially when Louis was like, You're the devil. He's like, Yeah, all right, okay, auntie. Like he don't he don't give a fuck. And I still think, yes, there's some sense in him like I love my mama I love Veronique I want best for my child but there is no depth he will go to he would kill somebody's child he would have killed Teddy's child if he had Teddy's child mm-hmm. mind you he would have he would have murked that little boy if he was if, if, if you gonna get my money boom he's like so far gone that I'm just kind of like there was a scene with him last episode him and Leon where Leon was like I just can't believe Jerome's gone and and Franklin's like yeah he should have never wanted his family and Leon looked at him like it was a moment that I know is going to magnify in some way. Because I'm like, the way Leon looked at him, like, what the fuck? Like, your uncle just got murdered. And all you could think about is the fact that he shouldn't have gone against what you had to, what you thought was best. What the fuck are you talking about? We just lost him. I see your point. I totally see your point. I feel like when they showed Franklin, I because I felt that exact same way until they showed Franklin flashback to Mel and he was talking to her and he was like, um, everything you had to do has to be for your family. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, part of me and this is might be just naive, but part of me feels like for Franklin it's like he wants that money for his family, for everything that they've been through, everything they put he's put them through, every life that they've lost along the way. It's like his job to compensate them for that, even though it won't. I feel like he feels the pressure of like, well, shit, I brought every single one of you into this. I destroyed our fucking neighborhood, you know, like, but I helped. It, like, he didn't destroy it. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm, government mm-hmm. did. But... Mm-hmm. Leon still feels guilty for selling. You know what I mean? And so there's that element. I just feel like he's like at the point where he's like, well, now that I'm sunk, I've got to leave them something. And that's when he tells Veronique later, like, okay, take the pa- take the passports, take the money, take my mom, go to the other country. But I still see what you're saying, 100%. I think he's at that point of cognitive dissonance where it's like he is internally battling with himself because he's doing shit that's, morally fucked up to Mm -hmm. for the quote-unquote greater good type shit and it's like what will you choose it's kind of like louis like what she ended up choosing and what will franklin end up choosing if he does get what he wants because at the end of the day you got teddy but does that mean you're gonna get your money back well what's happening true 
And then I saw redemption when he came back for Louis too, because he can say what he wants about being raised to not disrespect a woman. That's pride. He That's his aunt. You know what I mean? Even like, him saying like, I did it because I need more people on my side. No, you, no. even if he didn't do it specifically for Louis, he did it for his love of Jerome. Mm-hmm. Like that is his aunt. That is his uncle. Cause he still caught her auntie at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. There's some, there's some still there. There's something there, but he, like you, they have this like quote in the Bible and it's like, um, a camel has a greater chance of walking through the eye of a needle than a rich person does going to heaven. And it's like, you can't be mm. that rich and not do good, bad things. That you can't be a billionaire without like billionaires. Huh. You know what the fuck you, you built that upon. That's the, there should be no, but. There should be okay. no billionaires. That's but that's on bad labor. That's on stepping on every single person below you to get there. So yeah, we have the funeral. What's next? So after the funeral, oh, I wrote this down. Question: Why does Gustavo ask Franklin if he still has a plane at the funeral? What is he going to do with the plane? I think he wants to get him and his family. I don't know. He wants to get them out of there. I think like. I don't know. I totally forgot about that. It never came back around. Yeah, I'm um, hoping we see that come around, like, in the next episode. I hope all of them just leave. Wishful thinking, thought. but I'd love to see it. So oh. then we see what happens. Yes, Franklin flashed back. We talked about that. Like you said, whole episode, I'm back and forth with Louis. I'm like, is she going to really help him? Is she really not? So we see her trying to decide what she's going to do. And then we also see Teddy get offered his badge back by whatever, the government. He doesn't trust it, right? I don't think so. Because he still tries to work something. Because he tells the girl, that means if I get this badge, I can never actually work with them. And I'm like, what happened there? I remember him saying that too. He was like, but I could never actually go with them. I can't remember. I don't understand. And I don't get that. You know what I mean? I don't get what he did that. I I guess he just fucked himself. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he truly put himself in a spot where he was no longer working for the government. So if he's just going to trust that they're going to take him back, probably not. They're going to use you for this mission. You're convenient. You're already involved. And then it's like, you're out. He knows. He just he knows. knows. And I know I can't stand his girlfriend. I'm just like, girl, you don't deserve none of this coming in here. I can like marry me. I don't trust her. And if she does end up taking off with, with this money, I'm going to be happy that she screwed him. But also like, girl, you don't deserve, you didn't do nothing, but just fuck this dude and come Literally. And like, read the room. Really? People are like, People are Literally. dying, Cam. Yes. People are dying, Cam. Can you not take pictures of yourself while your sister's going to jail? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. 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 <laughs> She's just like, um, I found this ring. I was figuring we can make it more official. It's like, not now, bitch. And you know she's saying that because she's not even interested in Teddy. She has so many opportunities to be with Teddy. She wants the money. She'd be dead ass telling him. She'd be like, yeah. I ain't here for no reason. Right. I just want the power and I want the money and I want you to trust me. So then we see Gustavo like dealing with the DEA and having them accompany him to his drop. That whole part was anxiety for me. What about you? Yeah, because hearing his girlfriend, wife, fiance, tell him if anything feels weird, don't go with it. Like she, he just, 
so much of this show was Gustavo being like, just like chill, very confident, just very like him, right? It's like, like Leon's composure, just kind of like moving along. This episode, he was just uh, that, like the um, (laughs) DEA lady, like the DEA man said, we have this lady because she can see shit. She can smell shit out. She knew, even though he wasn't going to turn on them, she -hmm. knew he was not acting like himself, which set them the fuck off. Right. Um, Yeah, he was just. I died when he uh, said that. um, Like, yeah, no, she's DEA. I bought her to bust the money. I'm like, you know, that that's she's right. Like, that's when you could tell he was willing to, like, risk it because it's like, hey, I'm telling you. So you can either like he wanted to see what she would do. Is she going to expose herself right now and act her cards out? Because if so, they're going to kill her. It's not a lose for him either way, to be honest. That shit was wild. I'm like, he is losing it. She's like, mm-hmm. she, <laughs> he dead. I told him I was DEA. They're like, like, <laughs> he said it. He said the word. <laughs> Literally, he said it. They're like, okay, it's your cousin. I believe you now. I just told you who she was. It's like, crazy enough to say that. Like, not even like, oh, she fed. He said, he name dropped. He, she DEA. Yeah. That shit and you was know wild. that made her uncomfortable. She and also, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said she was like, sure. She <laughs> was. And also, can you imagine having that job? Would you even do a job like that? Why was I thinking the same thing? I'm like, girl, who mm. would? First of all, it's how I feel about the army. I'm not risking my life for this whole ass country that don't give a damn about me. But undercover, like them two could have just jacked you up right there and, and, and taken you and raped you. And like, it was like, who? I don't give a fuck if I'm making $100,000 a year. Right now, if my job offered me $100,000 a year to go back to Texas, I wouldn't do it. So you'd be de- you think I'm going to go undercover and risk my life? No. Yeah, like, I'm crazy. Back, so. I can't act composed either. Like, I don't know. That's such a, like, a life of having anxiety and, like, diarrhea and just, like, <laughs> no. I'm so good on that. Listen, I pretended to be straight for so long and had to lie to a lot of you niggas about coming. I'm not lying anymore. Okay? I'm not. No. Truths only. Heard it here first. Okay. No. So KGB follows Gustavo, and I just want to know how he knew to follow him. I don't know, but I really thought Teddy had got to him enough that, like, we were not going to see him anymore. I did not think he was, I thought he was in love with Teddy. Teddy did his thing. He was the pivotal moment of, of us knowing, like, Teddy, ain't, you ain't got it like that. You think you that slick? But he didn't give a fuck. He wasn't scared. He was still coming for that ass. And love it, love it, love it. Because if not been for him showing up and popping that girl right up in her neck. Girl, that was like, I was screaming. I was literally like, oh, oh, when he wait, came, which part? When the KGB came in and popped everybody and got oh, yeah. Bravo out of uh-huh. there. Yes, yes. Beautiful. I thought he was, was like on their side. I'm like, woo. I thought it was Teddy. I thought Teddy had followed Gustavo or Louie. And and sideswiped the car, but it was him. I'm like, I was screaming. Oh, my God. And then just shot the girl like it was nothing. She was done for getting out the car. You saw what happened, girl. What was you doing? I wrote that down. What does she think she's doing? (laughs) She had her little mariachi music on. Bitch, keep going. The car behind you gets sideswiped. She was like, like, just (laughs) keep driving. I'm not going to stop. Girl. (laughs) Clearly. She was a little too, 
And it, it kind of made me a little happy because she was a little too happy about them taking Gustavo away. She was like, jamming her motherfucking music, like whatever. And then yeah. out of the car, like, oh, what's going on with y'all over here? I saw this car side flap. Bitch, it's obviously a sting. It's obviously not going well. What are you doing? She's so unaware. But that's why it was like good to see her. Bye. See her go, to be honest. She annoyed me. They made, and I wrote this down too. Every character is such a phenomenal actor in this show. So that's one of the main reasons I watch. If they're supposed to be hateable, they act the shit out of being hateable. So true. Teddy? I was about to say that. How? Because he looks like Lil Dicky, but with shorter hair. He does like, oh I just realized that. I feel like I've subconsciously thought this. Yes. Oh my God. And so in real life, he's probably nice. In this show, I fucking hate him. Dave. Yes. Oh my. That's why, because I've been saying he reminds me of Dave. Little Dick. I forgot about the Little Dicky era of Dave. Wow. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And I forgot about his show. That's so funny. They look alike. Girl, you got me on the tangent over here. Okay, no, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm mm, okay. Keep going. What's next? So yeah, KGB. Yeah. KGB follows him, and yeah, we already talked about V and how he Franklin tells her if something bad. Ha- each one of them says goodbye. Sissy gives her job to Wanda. Last episode, she's like, "You can take my job as head at the shelter." We see Franklin pretty much tell Veronique what to do if it goes down. And then we see Oso do the same with his family. All of them are like preparing for the worst, it feels like. And then the one person who thought who the one person Teddy was like, no, no, goodbye. I'll see like, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Teddy's sitting there like not worried, celebrating his recent engagement. And it's like, also, the fact that you just let your father bleed out and you're getting married a week later, I fucking can't with you. Your your son's Teddy life is, was being threatened. Teddy is very much a white man. It's totally. Teddy is very, like, the ones that you, you look at and you're like, they mean well, or you think that they're like, if I saw him, you would think they're very unthreatening. You're just like, he seemed like a good person. And even his, his baby mama telling him, like, just give the money back. Like we could literally die. Your, your father just died. And he's like, I can't do that. And she's like, can't, I won't. Mm-hmm. I won't do that. Like he is very much the epitome of like a white man, with ultimate white, like white privilege. It's like so bad. Like he has 100%. absolutely no thought in his mind that anything will, will ever bad happen to him. Or like, he's never like not in control. He, that's what pisses me off about him, especially what Sissy was saying. Like, he doesn't even think I'm a threat. He let me live because I'm nothing to him. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's his whole demeanor without it being like, I don't know. Cause when you think of, of, of a white privileged man, you really think of like a KKK guy or like someone that's like, no, I think of someone like Teddy, very explaining, very selfish very, under the radar though. Like very like, yeah. Like Unabomber. He looks like the yeah. Unabomber, like, like nice guy, nice guy. At the supermarket, he'll talk to you, but then yes. he's going to stalk your ass. Yeah, very You'll much find like Misty. Him. Very much like Misty. They are the worst ones because they're the ones that people uh, trust. Oh, he he literally gave all the, he gave Franklin the opportunity. He would never do the, like, 
They are the ones. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's so real. Okay. And he looks nerdy. Misty looks nerdy. It's like fucking worry about those ones. Like, look at Jeffrey Dahmer. Look at his ass. People didn't. People didn't think he was doing anything shady because he was white, a man, blonde hair, looked like a fucking dweeb. I don't care. He did, and people trusted him for no. Re- I don't. Tr- I swear to God. For anybody listening to this, once I read this story one time about this woman who was nice to a man at Target, she literally bumped into him in the frozen food section and said, sorry, she apologized for hitting him. He stalks her for weeks, ultimately breaks into her home, kills her just because she said, sorry, he He was white. Yeah, they're both white. She seemed nice enough and passive enough that if he stalked her and followed her that she wouldn't know you know and in his mind it was her fault for being nice or being vulnerable but I don't even say anymore I don't even apologize to people at the store I would rather have someone directly in that moment tell me that I'm a rude bitch or try something with me than get to the parking lot and have them think that they can do something I would rather do that anytime oh Teddy brings up how he's gonna get power by the way since we're shitting on Teddy what is she implying are they gonna swap countries he gonna become a king that's what I was thinking I'm like what are your other avenues like and he's like you hear we talk about other ways to get power that's the thing. This is what I mean about being a white man because it's never enough to just be rich. We can go lay low on an island and just be good. No, bitch, you over here trying to be powerful because you need to feel above something, above someone. You, you've worked this way. You try to prove to your dad. And like his baby mama said, your daddy is dead. The person you try to prove to that you are of importance is gone. Who are you still proving this to? It's just in you. Like, yeah, it's bred in him, literally. And seriously, why can't you just go sit on a fucking island? Let them tell me I have access to $70 million. Did you know where I'm going to be? I don't. I'm going to be with... I'll grab my people. We're going somewhere. And you'll never see me or hear from me ever again. I would fall off the face of the earth. You can always know what type of person someone is if you ask them what what you want the most in this world. If they say money, you know that they're a greedy person. People say power. If you want, I want to just be, I want to have enough money to exist. I don't give a fuck about money. I don't give a fuck about power. I just want to be able to live, not have to struggle, not see my kids struggle, not know when I'm pay rent, when I'm eat. I just want to live. I don't give a fuck what that looks like. If it's being a part of a village in Africa, we all have our things. We don't have to worry about if we're going to eat, we all doing it as a community. I just want to exist. So the fact that his ultimate goal, already having 70 million, is power, that's your demise. That's very much like Louis's ass. Mm-hmm. It never fucking works. You're always going to be in a state of anxiety if you want power over someone else. Because somebody under you is, is going to have enough. Greed is the downfall of every single person. And like, I'm saying this right now with my podcast, like, I'm never going to do that. Like, you just can't. Like, it's like, once you start to hit a sweet spot, if you're about to change your whole avenue of who you are as a person, like you, honestly, I'd rather just not have the money. Like, I would, ra- I would rather walk away. And that's like, how to you're me, wrong, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to hell for this. I'm not going to sink my whole family. Now, if I have the opportunity to make it so that my 74-year-old parents don't have to work anymore, like their full-time jobs, I will. I'll pay their bills. I'll pay them off. I'd love to have the ability, but I'm not chasing, like you said. 
I'm not chasing being rich. Like that's fucking fantasy land. I want to be happy, comfortable, loved. Priorities. Your family to be taken care of. Yes. Exactly. I, like, I would love to take feeling. care of them. You're chasing like a state of mind, not physical things. And when you're in the physical realm, like you're not going to win with if you're if your top thing is money, like Louis or power, like Teddy, or beauty. Then, then none of the other things matter. Then your family surviving. Then you having happiness. You're not chasing happiness. Like you don't care. I just want the money and who I can be above because power means being above someone else. That means someone else suffering so that you can feel good. Someone has to suffer for someone to have power. That's what the whole show, but side note, I just started succession. I watched, I watched like, I love the, 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 the daughter. I watched um, the first season, but I didn't get further because I was watching on my days off and then like everything else came on. Um, is Only it, on episode six going? of season one, but I, I love it. I think I'm literally on episode six of season one. That's fucking wild. We, we can we could probably watch it together. Um, I like what's the, the daughter's name? Shiv, Shiobana, or something. Yeah, you you can't hear them. No, I I not really. I really can't that's hear crazy. anything. What is going on? Um, yeah, that's what the whole thing is about. And you see how those. Dynamics. A lot of like rich, wealthy families, specifically white families, because they have this Kardashians, they don't really like each other. They oh really God, will yeah. cutthroat each other, do some crazy shit um, and pretend like they have like this loyalty or family. No, they really will do some absolute wild ass shit to each other because it's all about power. You've been taught that there's no we're not built off of love. It's power. The mama been teaching them to, to choose greed and money and power over happiness. She seriously does. Wait, side note. I have to pee really quick. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to come back in just a minute. I drank okay, so much water. let me check in with my other boss. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Wait, we'll be back. Yeah. I'm back. Got myself a little cherry Coke. I, like, never oh, drink soda until love recently. I I don't drink soda. We don't even drink juice, girl. We just drink water. I know I'm a terrible. <laughs> we used to drink it so bad, and then one of my exes just got me like to love water. So now we drink water all the time, and I was afraid of like the apocalypse happening, and then like us being so addicted to sugar that like my kids are like, uh huh. So I'm just like, we just drink water, and it's good. They love water. Oh my god, you're gonna put a new thing in me. Okay, I'll drink more water. But like this gives me dopamine. Like I swear to God, it's like my little. Thing I mean, I day. love Sprite. Sprite mm. in my like. We haven't drinking Coke and cherry Coke is the shit. We used to drink cherry Coke like it's no one's business in, in Texas. God, mm. cherry Coke is good. I forgot all about it until right now. Oh, cherry Coke with vanilla Ciroc. You just Ooh. brought back a memory. Oh, no, trust me. I hate vanilla. Oh, vanilla drinks. Gross. Like how people have like um, vanilla float or what is it called? Root what beer float. Oh, disgusting. I hate root beer. Oh, my God. Root beer tastes like when you're sick and you throw up and then you forget that you throw up in a can and you like... Drink it up, and you're like, this was throw up. That's what it's root beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what root beer is. I am like. dead. I heard recently that root beer is actually just a Dr. Pepper and a Coke mixed together. Thoughts. And probably someone just threw it up and regurgitated it. Just disgusting. It's so. Oh funny. my God. I look at me. My hair looks like it's literally stiff right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I look like a doll. It's like. <laughs> 
I don't know like what's good anymore. <laughs> both I love your mind. You're hilarious. Oh my God. It's mutual. Okay. Where were we? I don't even remember. This power of succession. We're on to it. We can go. To yes. The next yes. Next topic is. Okay. I already talked about the DEA woman. Scully brings Louie. Oh, to breed up Franklin. That's the next thing. What happened? When Scully drops off Louie to beat up Franklin, like they have to like rough mm. him up and I she just gets to like that. open up a can of whoop ass. The way Veronique was like, I'm going, I'm, I'm going in the car. First of all, I'm emotional. I'm pregnant. I'm swollen. She's been pregnant a long time. Damn it. She been pre- I'm like, how long was Leon gone? Not that long. Cause the bitch is still pregnant. Literally. She's been pregnant so long. This kid is. She didn't even look pregnant. Girl, the kid gonna walk out. The kid yeah. gonna literally walk out. And moonwalk the fucking vagina. <laughs> Why is this kid? How long are we baking? Anyways, yeah, so much has happened over the course of her pregnancy. She's like, I'm. She can't even watch this happen. Like, right. And the way it, I liked it because as angry as Louis was, he she still wasn't trying to beat his ass like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy because when when shit comes down to it, when you actually have to harm them, they can send they niggas all day to 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 try to shoot that club, blah, blah, blah. But when it's face-to-face, when when Leon had a gun on, I'm sorry, when Franklin had a gun on Jerome, or Jerome had a gun on Franklin, when it's face-to-face, you can't do it, can you? You can't do it. So to see Louie have all this anger for Franklin, and she still couldn't do it. She still, he had to literally scream at her and, and get her amped up, probably thinking about all the things she's angry about. Because she has some hesitation there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I can say this, but I truly believe it. So that's why I'm going to say it. I would have, I would have beat him up for fucking sure. Like if I had the opportunity and you just get to actually, no, I would enough. No, I would enough. The sound of hurting somebody's face or something would get to me instantly. I can barely watch football when I hear them crash together and stuff, football players, helmets and stuff. I wouldn't be really like the same person. I'm, I'm, when I say I'm an empath, I'm not sympathetic when I see people. I actually feel like I'm, watching their bone break or watching I yeah. hate when people used to love world star I'm like I don't want to fucking watch people beat no. each other's asses I absolutely cannot y'all don't spank and so like some I was having some issues with my daughter and my mom's like whooper and I literally was crying because I'm like I work in domestic violence I literally it it actually pains me to think about causing pain to someone else to tell them like it's out of love like I right. physically don't like even when I have to think about whooping somebody's ass because they got me fucked up, people think that black people are just like violent and we just, oh, they're scary. They violent. It's in that. It's in them. They're, they, I truly, it truly like, I don't like fighting. I, I used to fight in self-defense. I do not like beating people's ass. Like, I hate that shit. And that's such a terrible stigma because I think that every black woman I've ever been friends with feels the exact same way. I have never even been friends with a black woman who's just ready to, are you kidding me? I've never even known somebody who's just ready to fight being for, actually I have my Latina friends from California were ready to fight, but you know what? That was because that's how their moms raised them. Like they raised them. If you come home bitching about school, cause you have a problem then I'm going to call her. She's going to come over to the house and you guys can hash it out and you better not lose either. And, and that's how, how their moms and and that type of behavior is seen as like just spicy or like like yep. cute. Yes, black. Yeah, no, like black women. You're right. Most of the black women I know are like nurturers. Like they are mm-hmm. like the kindest fucking people. 
I absolutely don't think that as angry as I've been, I, I went through some shit with my past roommate who 100% should have got her ass over some of the shit she did towards my kids. And even when I saw her, I don't feel like whooping people's ass unless you like come to my face and slap me or something. Then clearly right. you your ass whoop. Same. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to lay a hand on me. <laughs> literally, like, we're so kind that the moment people go above and beyond and we snap because you're so fucking nice already. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could have did it. Like, this is my nephew. I just lost his uncle, my my fiance, like my husband. I forgot they were married. It would have been, I would have had hesitation too, especially because she just got fucking tortured. Exactly. I think the only thing that would happen is that I would be so distraught that you could go fugue and you just lean into it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're like not even processing what's happening. Like the anger of everything you've gone through is what you're imagining and what's happening. Because people say that, like I've, I've seen people who say that like when something happens to them and they go mentally fugue they don't remember what they did and then you, you see look red. at their kitchen yeah you look at their kitchen and it's all fucked up like plates everywhere and you're like holy shit how do you not remember you this? literally see red and it's like that's what happened eventually she got so into it that like right. everything she felt just came out to the right. point scully had to step in and, and stop her it was kind of funny because she was like and frank was like uh, uh, like you know, almost flapping back at her like damn like, damn she's really going for yeah, it now <laughs> picking me stomping on me like shit it's like enough <laughs> it was fucking hilarious um yeah I forgot all about that but that was the scene that let me know that she was gonna be on, on quote unquote our side like Same. I was like she got the anger out she got to to she still got to get get him, so to speak. Um, when really she fucking started it, bitch. She should have been on our side from the beginning. When he's when Teddy sold that money, but whatever. Um, so that yes. let me know that like she got hers and she is gonna do what what Franklin asked her to do. Agreed. And then mm-hmm. then we see she like leaves Franklin. Like she's asked to leave Franklin. Teddy waits, takes his good sweet time to get there. It's like nighttime. He rolls up. I'm like, Teddy, are you really fucking watching them? Like he like says, I'm watching you. Like, are you really? Like, and if so, what took you so fucking? Yeah, long? because if so I was weird. Franklin, I would have at least tried to escape. I would have been like mm-hmm. rubbing some shit, hopping, but he's like, oh, I'm gonna wait patiently like i know and then he played it up a little too much too like he was like a little like huh huh i'm like franklin (laughs) you wouldn't give teddy the satisfaction of that let's be fucking for real you are so right i was gonna say the thing i'm like he's like let's just talk about it you wouldn't have said all that shit you'd have been like yeah yeah you've been like fuck you yeah and your dad yeah Yeah. Um, literally that's why like when he realized Gustavo wasn't coming, he kind of like, oh, he kind of like, he got scared. I got scared. I got scared when I was waiting. And then when I saw Gustavo just go to town on the KGB guy, that was satisfying. That was It pissed good. me off when the KGB guy, when they walked in and Frank was like, you think we know? Let me yes. out. Like, yeah. y'all just not going to do nothing with it? You worked with my mom on this. You're not going to save me. That shit made me feel like, yeah, you need your ass look. Yeah, he goes, you think I'm stupid? Like, you clearly are because Oso is going to beat the fuck out of you and 
two minutes, like in literally just two minutes. Did he kill him or no? I I hope, but probably not. Probably just knocked him out. I'm thinking what's going to happen there. I know. What's going to happen next? Like, that's where we're at now. Because that was basically the end. Like, what's your predictions for next week? I'm how you are. I'm like, it's so annoying that, like, Teddy didn't just kill Franklin. Y'all always want to do this slow burn. That's Ugh. why y'all be getting yourselves fucked up. Right then and there, the, I said, when, when Franklin got down, I was like, look at him. Do the look. Do the look. And Zuri was like, what look? And I'm like, he's going to watch him. Watch him look. And the way he looked, that nigga, like, like, God damn it. Yeah. I'm like, kill him. Like, I don't know because he, he wants his money. He's going to try yeah. and torture him. I 100% don't think that Franklin's going to be the one who kills Teddy. Nope. I don't think this is it. I think that whatever Franklin does to try to get his money from him, Frank, Teddy's going to somehow get off. Either it's going to be Teddy's girlfriend that ends up killing him or Sissy. Because Franklin's daddy is going to reemerge at some point. We never saw Franklin's daddy dead. There's going to be some type of leverage that Teddy, maybe that's how Teddy gets off. He uses the leverage that like, I never killed your daddy. I kept him all this time. I don't think, you know, nobody, no face, no case. Nobody to me. That's a he's, good he's alive. And I feel like he's either going to use that leverage somehow. Teddy, this is not the end of Teddy. No. And we're, we're like, what, eight episodes in? We still got like five episodes or something to go. Or how many episodes does it usually have? I thought it was 10, but it might oh, really? be more than that. Okay, still two episodes. That's enough for some. That's enough for them to still fuck around. You know they will. And you know they will. So I mm-hmm. do think it's going to be Sissy because that speech was captivating. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be Teddy's girlfriend in the end who's like, fuck you thought this was. And she's just got too much weight. Like she's got too much weight in this story where she didn't even exist. And it's like, she's so snaky. And I'm like, I, I predict it's going to be a woman who takes Teddy down. What you got? I hope you're right. I think that when I listened to your podcast with Waffle, shout out to that episode. Shout out to Waffle. Yeah, and Waffle. Um, I think that he's on to something. I think that, I really think that V's mom might be like, shit's getting real. Let's go. Bring what you have. Let him sort it out his own self. Sorry, girl, but you got to come. And I kind of think that they're going to dip I kind of think Franklin's going to be left vulnerable and that's how something bad is going to happen. And I do think the KGB other people are going to come after that guy. Cause he literally said, I'm not shit. I can't decide whether I come after you or not. Like I'm just doing what they tell me. So he's clearly at the bottom of the totem pole and his superiors are going to come looking for him eventually. Okay. I see that too. I definitely see that. Yeah. But I think, but I would love to see Sissy be the one take down Teddy because she's been through so much shit and she was the one who like talked to the KGB initially. You know what I mean? Like she brought him in. So it would just be good to see her get some like, I don't know. What's it called? <laughs> no. Revenge. Uh, yes. Revenge yeah. or like, Vengeance, yeah. yeah, like, like reimburse herself. Like, you know, cause she's like, like, who did she get into bed with is who she's wondering right now with the KGB. And this is like her chance to be like, no, I'm going to make, I'm going to do something really good right now. Fuck you, Teddy. That, and I just want her to take some back some of her power because it's like, 
she is this like silent person that everyone acts like just is, is Franklin's mama, but she's like a stone cold bitch. Like she is that, that girl. Like, and I, I really, her speeches are powerful. I say, I always say that like, she's the moral compass and Liana's like the voice or even or vice versa, whatever. They're both like these two pivotal people who like, even with the, the bad things they've done remain like good hearted and mean well, they want, they don't want the best no matter what it takes. They just want to do what's actually best. They're not going to go above me on to do the worst things to get whatever they want. And I'm hoping that she gets some sort of redemption for the shit that she's got. Redemption? <laughs> yeah. That's the word. Yeah. That was the word. But yes, I hope she gets redemption too. I agree with absolutely everything that they just said. Agreed. 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Me too. I'm happen? excited for next week. I know that we've done quite a long episode. So I hope everybody who's listening to this gets into these shows as much as we do. And basically, if you made it to the end, make oh, sure. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh yeah. When yeah. you make it to the end, sorry. <laughs> Edit that part out. Keep it. Oh, I will. <laughs> so when you make it to the end, follow Breeze podcast on Spotify and Apple podcast, add it on both. Oh my God, I almost said Brie like the cheese, but that's your Instagram. That's my Instagram, Brie like the cheese, two eyes and Brie, B-R-I-I. Yes, and then her podcast is Brie the Black Sheep. So that's what you add on Spotify, add it on Apple Podcasts, throw it a five-star rating because that's boop, boop, boop. what good people do. And yep. yeah, let, like message us if you like and listen to this episode and love all of you and thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Peace. Peace.